Fill her up. You're listening to the Gas Digital Network. Yo, 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 it's MMA rap coming at you like an attack from a cat, from a cat, from a cat. Meow, meow. <laughs> <laughs> Might be your best rap yet. Might be the one. Meow, meow. <laughs> it, it was uh, it was catchy. It had a gimmick to it. Yeah. But you know, Lewis, the cat rapper. <laughs> Did you remember DJ Scat Cat? From the Paula Abdul video? Yes. Oh, yes, I do now. Two steps forward, two steps two back. Two steps forward, two steps, two steps back. That bitch was fucking a cat. <laughs> Can we just we point this out? Cat. And she was like real flirty with the cat too, like sexy yeah, dancing dude. with him. She wasn't just fucking him. She was enjoying it. We could be lovers. She makes the bed and he steals the covers. What was it? Like, you just imagine like the pitch He's a for fucking that cat. Video. I understand. Like, also, okay, they're like, all right, we got an idea for a video. Now, her love interest <laughs> is a cat. It's cat. Not only is a cat, cat. it's a fucking he's sort of like a rough around the edges cat. He's not even like a good cat. He goes, yes, yes. But that's what the ladies love about him. Yeah, he definitely had feline AIDS. You go. All right. I understand you guys aren't buying this idea. So here's what we're going to do. I'm going to self-fund this thing. I'm going to give you the video. If it's not the best video you have ever seen, you don't have to. You don't have to. How about that? Oh, did your thing come up? Oh, shit. No, it's back. You're good. All right. There we go. I liked it. I, I like that it. we're analyzing Paula Abdul's video. Uh, oh, dude, I'll make the entire Vic. And I mean this. We won't even mention UFC 280. See, the problem, Vic, is that a lot of people tried to analyze Paula Abdul's videos, say, in 1993. But there wasn't enough time hadn't passed. You hadn't really like let it settle in and and think about the, you know, the broader context of what it really meant to humanity. Now, in 2022, now is the time. To really take a look back with the benefit of hindsight. Honestly, what is DJ Scat Cat up to right now? I, we we got to get him on the podcast. He blew his money. Drug problems. <laughs> yeah, dude. He's like Sad Mike story. Tyson, dude. He's fucking, he bought other cats, large cats. <laughs> um, I want to right. buy the rights, by the way, to DJ Scat Cat. Can we look into that? Can we have someone? Uh, what I, if he, I, you like could like probably pick nothing. it up on the cheap? You could pick dude. it up on the cheap right now, Vic. Dude, can I just become DJ Scat Cat? <laughs> like, just say, fuck it, dude, I'll buy his whole personality. We better spend 13 bucks on the rights just to cover our bases before dude, you Dude, I'm going to start over him. as DJ Scat Cat, dude. I saw touring as him. People are like, dude, you remember him? He's a touring comedian now. They'd be like, no, we weren't born. We don't remember him. Uh, shout out to Yokeratum, Yokeratum.com for supporting today's show. Marquee sponsor for this show and the marquee sponsor for this past skank fest that just happened. Um, in Las Vegas, Nevada. Shout out to everyone that came out to the skank festivities. Um, Victor, you were not there. You thought you were too good for our festival, huh? I wasn't invited. There was oh. some, there's some bad blood there now. Nobody, nobody said, Vic, come on, let's go. What, what was that about? Natalie I'm was there. Sure. It must have gotten lost in the mail. But, but according to Jason Ellis, everyone got COVID. A lot of people did get COVID. I Maybe it's better you didn't go. So, you know, you didn't get COVID, Dave. You're no, I've had it. I've had it a couple times, though. So 
I might have some uh, immunity. I was personally giving COVID. I got COVID on purpose. And then I went to Skankfest specifically to super spread. All right. See, I thought it was only happening to uh, freaky deaky, sexually explicit uh, skateboarders that fight people. But well, apparently they, they are the first indicator. Yeah, I mean, Ellis got COVID, but he probably was having a fucking orgy in his hotel room with his band of fucking you get it, No, I had COVID not that long ago, though. I had COVID a few yeah. months ago. Right, right. Yeah. So take that, Jason Ellis. Whatever. Nobody dies from COVID anymore. Nobody well, ever died from COVID. Damn. Damn, Dave. Tell like it is. We're going to get banned from YouTube. Come on, Vic. Just bleep that whole section out. Just one more. Yeah, probably bleep. take maybe take that out. Just cover our bases. Yeah, oh. that, that one we have to be safe on. <laughs> Just a bit. Isn't that crazy? Isn't that crazy? Yep. Even though you guys were joking, we can't put that on. Tongue in cheek. That's how I gave that girl COVID. I put my tongue in her cheek. <laughs> uh, anyway, look, we have an incredible show planned today. Um, it's a, a Vic. I, I saw what you did with the social media. I don't like being razzed from my own inner circle on social media. This is a crazy way to be. How did he razz you? I didn't say I put a poll up and I said, what are we going to talk about pull the most up. today? Yeah, pull it up, please. Uh, pull up the the poll MMA Twitter. rap Twitter. And the, the question, the options were, what are we going to talk about most today? MMA, Lewis and Belize or Skankfest? <laughs> Ooh, what were those results? I don't know what, what you're pulling up right now. I don't, I don't know who's in charge. Whoever this person is needs to be murdered, not even fired. Whatever just happened just there, this person needs to be murdered. Was it Coop? It was Coop. Click on one of them. That so wasn't me the first the, time. This is me now. What will we talk about on today's show? Well, I want to see the results. MMA, Lewis and Belize or Skankers. What do you think, Coop? What's your vote? What do you think we're going to talk about most? I think Lewis and Belize. Let's see. Won. Let's see. I'm going to go Lewis and Belize. Let's see. Ooh, oh, Skankfest got 46.5% of the vote. 44% of the vote is Lewis and Belize. And 9.5% of the vote was MMA. And you know what, guys? I don't know if people were... I don't know if this is what people want, but this is what we're going to give them. Vic, I need you to let us know when we are 44% into the show and we will switch topics from Belize to Skankfest. 44.5% of the show will be Skankfest talk. And the last 9.5% of this measly little program will be spent on the whatever sport of MMA you go. So all right. So agonize the MMA fan base. You go. Okay. Uh, good card. All right. See you next time. Lewis. No, we're going to talk to MMA on today's show. Of course. What we're, we're going gonna to do another fucking recap. We already did a recap on Legion of Skanks for Skankfest. You know? Yeah. yeah any questions about Here, Belize? Let's do, let's do a couple minutes on Belize. How is Belize? Belize was great. Boring. Let's get to MMA. But I, I want to do a podcast with Bisping called Belize. You may. And we just talk bullies. Me and Bisbee, we put all of our shit aside. We get together once a week, get the band back together. Yeah. I mean, look, we, you guys had your issues, but when there's money on the table, there's money on the table. We talk all things Belize, Placencia, San Pedro, San Ignacio. There's about 25 episodes there. Jellyfish. <laughs> the whole episode, dude, we'll do a whole episode on the moon jellyfish. Very nice. Which we saw all over the place, by the way. Have you ever fucking seen a jellyfish in real life, Dave? No, but I just hate your like cocky, like I'm coming back from vacation knowing three <laughs> things I didn't know. What? And now I'm going to present them like, oh, you know, did you know the moon jellyfish? It's slightly different than regular jellyfish. Well, they're fucking freaky. 
Do you pull up a moon jellyfish, Jer Coop? Coop, first of all, obviously, she'd already be pulling up a jellyfish. Look at these motherfuckers. I had it ready to go. Pull, maybe pull up a video of it. Click on the video thing. Look right there, videos. Click around. Now he's seat. just testing them. Look at this bitch, dude. They were in the water and they freaked you. Jellyfish freaked me out. But I touched it. I touched the top of it like if it was an umbrella. I put my finger and you know what? I thought my finger was going to go through it like and murder its body. It felt like meat, dude. Weird, weird creature. It's fucking bizarre. I think that's how Al Jermaine Sterling felt when he hit <laughs> DJ Dillashaw. <laughs> <laughs> DJ Dillashaw's shoulders are made of moon jellyfish. <laughs> Solid joke, Vic. Joke of the day goes to fucking Vic Mysterio, who honestly might be the funniest person on this show. I'll say that right now. Quite possibly. Uh, Yeah, so all right, you guys, fine. You each ask eight questions about Belize. Go ahead. Oh, I'm out with how was Belize. That's all I have. Stop saying Belize. Huh? It's Belize. I, I said Belize. You said Belize. No, you said Belize. You didn't even learn how to say it while you were there. Yeah. Spent all your time learning about moon jellyfish. Victor, Victor, you're from Mexican culture. Do you think that's what Belize is like? Because it's I not. Didn't even, I didn't even know Belize was in Mexico, is it? It's not in Mexico. No, it's, it's in Central Mexico, America. I think, right. I think to a certain degree. I mean, in the sense that all of that down there is near Mexico. Those are the other Latins. We have nothing in common with the other Latins. Well, it, uh, Belize was almost like Jamaica meets um central america so it had like mayan mexican-y type vibes but then it also had like reggae and and fucking you know just like beachy fucking vibes and it was like there was a lot of like jamaicans and mexicans running around it was very bizarre it's like como estas dave hey man como estas (laughs) let's hang out brother it's kind of a weird that's my weird half mexican half jamaican oh yeah it's very close to mexico oh yeah Mexico bordering Mexico, which, by the way, you know, Mexico also looks like a boot. They give that credit to Italy, but that looks like a big old fucking boot right there. Mexico looks like a retarded boot. Yeah, looks like a special boot. Their people act like retarded boots, in my opinion. You gonna take that out too, Victor? Fucking pig vomit? Fucking censoring us? No, I was gonna ask Coop to pull up other pictures of countries shaped like boots or (laughs) landmines. I just like one of the funniest things about uh, like. Uh, tech censorship is like when you have to like gauge the current environment you're in. So you're like, I said the thing about COVID not being real. And we're like, yeah, you should probably bleep that out. That might get us in trouble. And then you're like, yeah, Mexicans are a bunch of retarded boots. And you're like, I say, let that one slot. I think we're going to be okay okay with that. No one's going to fucking care. Yeah. What are they going to do? Let's see. Okay. Well, obviously that's Italy. We know that. one. Yeah. I just thought that was a good picture. (sighs) So that's a high stiletto. Okay, uh, let's uh, let's talk him in May. Dave, you take the lead on this. No, one. no, no. I think... Get the fuck out of here. I got this, dude. First of all, we're still talking Belize. I know Coop has I questions. Said, it, it was just you offered everyone eight questions. No, no one cares about your vacation. Coop, that go ahead. Much. Ask your question. Go ahead. You're just going to force him to draw out generic ahead, questions Foop. about your vacation? Call them food. How was the food? Did, well, did your, did your girlfriend put her hand in a jellyfish? <laughs> 
All right, Dave, let's take a quick moment and thank one of our brand new sponsors, which is Chalk, C-H-O-Q.com. It's been a while since we had a natural supplement here at Yo Mame Rap, and our friends at Chalk have stepped up as they are the only natural supplement product worthy of the Yo MMA Rap stamp of approval. Oh, yeah, guys who eat really well, train hard, and are in good shape don't see the need for supplements. The thing is, guys, you got to take every advantage you can get. Isn't that right, Lewis? Men's testosterone levels are at an all-time low, you little fucking bitches. And I'll tell you right now, that is pathetic. I just tested my testosterone levels and they could even be bigger. I'm one of the most manly men you'll ever fucking meet. And even I... Not according to those levels. I could even use a little boost, okay? And Chalk has created a natural testosterone booster that is taking the sports nutrition and natural health world by storm. And I'll tell you right now, you got to check out Chalk for several reasons. The supplement industry is filled with weak, trashy, and dirty supplements. And the guys at Chalk are proud to stand above the rest in clean, pure, and healthy products. They use full disclosure labeling. They tell you the exact amount of everything that you're getting, every ingredient, and they never use proprietary blends. There's no label fluffing or underdosing. All ingredients are measured to exact clinical research. Yep, Chalk Daily is the cleanest research-based testosterone booster available. Along with Chalk Daily, be sure to check out their male vitality stack and the Stack Ultra. As the holiday season approaches, give the gift of better health to yourself and to others. Check out Chalk.com. That's uh, Chalk with a Q. So C-H-O-Q.com. And while you're there, make sure to use our promo code YOMMA at checkout for 35% off your entire order. They want to start off with a bang and get all of our fans here in the best shape for the new year. That's chalk.com, C-H-O-Q.com, promo code YOMMA, and better yourself this winter with chalk. All right, let's get back into the show. <laughs> My girlfriend did touch a jellyfish with her finger, and she squealed like a girl. Did she describe it as feeling like meat? <laughs> <laughs> no, that was just me. It was very meaty, guys. I'll tell you right now, you're not thinking that of a jellyfish. Most people are thinking a jellyfish is jelly-like. All right, I, th- I think this has gone on a little too far. Jellyfish, do you know they have anuses? Uh, yeah, that's fascinating. I'm starting to get on Vic's team here. I think maybe we should talk about this amazing right, UFC dude. card. Well, I did weekend. watch it for my villa in Belize. Did the internet hold up okay for the uh, the stream? Yeah, internet was great. And it was only, was it a pay-per-view for you guys? Sure, yeah. That means Dave oh, yeah. stole it. <laughs> Dave stole it for free on the internet. Oh, no, I bought, I bought the fuck out of that card. Um, it was $30 because I guess in Belize, I spent it's like 75 bucks on that thing. Yeah, I had to. I just had to re-up my. It was UFC Fight Pass you had to have, which I didn't even oh, know was a thing still. Um, so I had to. I had to get a UFC Fight Pass subscription for thirty dollars, and I have to remember to cancel it. By the way, which I'm literally never going to do. You're never going to do. So, You're going to spend more on that than I spent on the seventy-five bucks. Guaranteed. <laughs> Three years later, I'm going to remember this exact thing because I'm going to be in another country where I have to sign up for Fight Pass. I'm like, wait a minute, I still have Fight Pass. Yeah. It's uh, it's literally it's the once every few years when you lose your debit card or when your yeah. debit card expires. That's when you get out of all the shit you don't need. It's a nice way to be. So anyway, uh, I watched it in Belize. I watched uh, I watched almost the whole main card, maybe not the opening fight. I was sort of paying attention and not paying attention. I cared about the top three fights, obviously. Well, the event overall was just fucking really good dude even outside of those three i mean there were there were really good fights i mean the Bilal muhammad fight was a really fucking good fight the uh what's his name um blanking on his fucking name the other dude on the main card who fought not in the top three 
what's his name, Vic? Dariush? How do you say Oh, yeah, Benil Dariush. I watched that fight. He's a fucking monster. Fuck it in a row. Well, I'll I'll tell you, coming in to the... My thing going into the fight was that, and I I think I said this on the podcast, but I go, just looking at some of the odds, I thought it was insane that he was an underdog. I thought it was insane that Bilal Muhammad was an underdog. It's like, sometimes I get that the guys they're fighting are like real prospects, you know? And like, that no question they're very good but you got these guys who have like i, I you know i understand the odds are reflected by how people are betting and, and shit like that but i'm just saying the, like these guys are fucking killers man and these guys they're fighting haven't fought anyone like them yet and, and i think you saw that in both those fights i will admit i also thought Oliveira should have been a favorite and i will concede i might have been wrong on that one. oh my god dude yeah i mean look let's let's start uh yeah shout out to benil darius who had an amazing performance and honestly gamrat looked incredible in the fight as well you know yep. the the reality is both incredible fighters um but let's talk about these top three fights in the main card sean o'malley defeats peter yan via split decision uh, a lot of people are calling bullshit on this now here i will say that i gotta watch the fight again um I just know that a lot of people are calling bullshit. A lot of people are saying that um, Piotr Jan was robbed. Um, I remember thinking like, oh, shit, Piotr Jan's taking this fight. But once again, it was close. It was a close fight. It, it wasn't a, like it was a close fight. That's, I think we were, we're on the same page. It was a close fight. I thought Piotr Jan won the fight. Yeah, I me, didn't think me there too. Was any watching quest. it, I, well, well, I watching it at the won. time, but I was I was sort of just like watching the, it, like enjoying it. Me, but in my head, I was pr- I was positive he won when yeah, I was watching. I was like, oh yeah, he even, won this fight. But like after the fight, um, what are we just watching highlights? Do some highlights. Yeah, you could have mom. Yeah, sure. So after the fight, like you know, after the final bell, before the decision was announced, I thought I was like I would have been super confident that Jan had won this fight. You know, I'd have to rewatch it. It was a fairly close fight. But I remember even then thinking the story of this fight is that this was the coming out party for Sean O'Malley. Like the story of the fight to me was like, oh, Sugar Sean O'Malley is for real. This is debatably the best guy in the division. Um, Certainly top the champ and him are the best two fighters in that division. And he fucking really held his own, gave him problems, hurt him a a couple times, Uh, you know, you just look, he, we had never really seen him tested like this against this tough of a guy. And he did a very, very good job in this fight. Like he's yeah. he's a real he's for real. Well, look, like I said, it was super close. And um, I thought that, um, look, I just thought Peter Young was taking the rounds. I think the takedowns were a big part of the fight uh, as well. And um, yeah, I agree with you. O'Malley fucking looked great. O'Malley is sharp as fuck. O'Malley we saw, belongs, we saw, without a doubt, O'Malley belongs, right? Yes. So even if you sort of say like, "Oh fuck, he was robbed," and to be honest with you, I don't want to call conspiracy here. You know, and Dana White did show up for Skankfest. We should point that out on Thursday night. Dana fucking White himself was in the crowd at Skankfest. So I don't want to be one of these guys that are fucking shitting on Dana White and his operation because I'm a fan and I hope that he keeps on showing up for Skankfest every year. But I will say it's a little fucking, you know. Very often, and maybe I'm speaking out of my ass right now, but very often, you know, the guy who's supposed to win, that's the fan favorite, that it's better for the UFC to win. Very When it's a close decision, it goes their way. It goes their way very, very often. Um, and I, I, I trust that the honest regulators of Abu Dhabi would never <laughs> allow anything like this to happen. Those people are on the up and up. All right. Uh, 
Yeah, I mean, I don't know about any of that shit. It, maybe who the fuck knows? But I, I don't think that anything happens like that, but it wouldn't absolutely surprise me. I, I'll tell you, I don't think Jan doesn't lose too much, like in my book at all. And then he's still like one of the absolute top guys. And he'll he'll be in a huge fight with one of the top guys in his next fight. And he still could make a run back to the title. He easily. will make a run back to the title, most likely. And I think uh, there's a, a very loss, good a loss like this where it's a, a, a split decision, super exciting fight. These guys might um, fight again for the title. Where a lot of people point. think that he won the fight. Yeah, he likely will. He's pretty he's pretty secure. And I mean, not for nothing. He's just that guy like yeah. he's going to he's going to be tough for any of these guys to beat anyway. And the so, truth is, he was look, if this was a five round fight, he probably ends up winning decisively. He was starting to figure out reads like he tends to do this. You know what I mean? Piotr Jan kind of starts slow, gets your timing, figures out reads and starts being very difficult. But Sean O'Malley was like launched by this fight. Uh, as far as I'm concerned, like he we saw things out of him that we've never seen before. Um, you know, obviously he had the fight with Cheeto Vera where he got leg kicked and fucked up one of his legs. We've seen it. We've never really seen him get cracked the way he got cracked and keep fighting, kind of see like his toughness, like that whole aspect yeah. of, of fighting. Um, he was also he was just doing like he's he's been in there with a lot of guys who he just outclassed in terms of striking. To be up against the best striker in the division. And he was giving him problems with like really high level shit that he was doing. He was throwing like tons of feints at him and keeping Jan off balance in ways that like I've never really seen anyone do to him before. It was yeah. just very, very impressive. And look, man, this is good for the UFC because this dude is like, you know, this is kind of why you're saying there could be a conspiracy aspect. But either way, it's just the truth is that this is good for the UFC because this kid is like, He's a fucking star, and now he's backing it up. Unquestionably a star, and, and you, I agree with you. You know, and I think that's actually because it was a kind of a questionable decision. I think people aren't saying what you're saying, which is that it's a coming out party for Sean O'Malley. It, it, it actually, in a weird way, it it takes away from how good he was. Even if you think he lost the fight, you'd have to go like, oh shit, he's still top three in the he's world. Hanging with the best guy in the division. Yeah. yeah, unquestionably. So, but here's the thing. You mentioned Cheeto Vera. I think this does make it really interesting because now Piotr Jan versus Cheeto Vera is a matchup that they should make, right? Cheeto Vera is four in a row right now. Um, and um, Sean O'Malley is going to end up fighting for, for the title. Um, I think that's what Dana White said. I think it's a, it's all but confirmed that he's going to fight next for the title. So you have sort of a little, you know, top four guys there. And a, everyone has a history with the other one, Cheeto Vera and Sean O'Malley, obviously, Piotr Jan and fucking uh, Al Jermaine. I mean, all these guys, the little four-way dance of truly four of the best in the world. And, and it does bring us over to the Al Jermaine fight. And to be honest with you, I got to say, I feel bad for Al Jermaine because who knows how good he would have looked in this fight? He was fighting a guy with one arm. TJ Dillashaw was just not himself. You know, you you can't. It is what it is. TJ, TJ Dillashaw, fucking super gutsy, shouldn't have fought the fight. If, well, if your shoulder popped out 20 times during training camp and, and I say just one, I'll say one thing about the fight. Listen, you're you're absolutely right about that. Not only shouldn't have fought the fight, it's like it, that's an understatement. It's insane. That he fought this fight. He's he said his shoulder popped out 20 times during uh, training. And he was he told the ref in the back. He was pretty sure it was going to pop out. And he said, but look, I'm just going to take the title fight because I don't want to wait another year for my title fight. Now, if I'm taking him at his word at that, 
You're like, look, man, that is fucking ballsy, but it's also really stupid. Yeah, stupid. It's kind of shitting. It's kind of shitting to the people who pay seventy five dollars for the pay per view. It's, it's, it's shitting, shitting to the, the other fans. guys in the division. It's also just stupid for yourself. You go, so now you're going to go in and get smashed, and like, like I don't know. It just would have been way better off for you to not do this. I will say one thing, and I was picking T.J. Dillashaw to win this fight going in, obviously not knowing any of this shit. Um, the only thing that truly happened in the fight before his shoulder popped out was that Aljo did take him down within the first like 20 seconds of the fight. And that in itself would have been surprising to me. Now, obviously, his shoulder pops out there. Is that when the shoulder do? popped? Like the I, first takedown? I believe was it? it was like was. right. I think it was on the first takedown, like as yeah. he took yeah. him down. But he took him down. You know what I mean? And that already just changes the way I would think about this fight. That like, oh, Granted, Aljo, if like, he's got a know, fucked up shoulder, the way he's sprawling, the sure, way he's trying to sure. dig under, like, you know, there's there's other sides. It, he just, caught he caught a kick, I think. Right. And then just like fucking drove him down and got on top of him. I don't, He yeah. was also trying to draw Aljamain Sterling into a stand up fight. There was a it yes. was it he, you know he he couldn't grapple and do that so uh, that doesn't necessarily tell me as much look uh i think aljo is fucking incredible and i think that he's getting some bad breaks right now with the way that he won the title you know he fought a really close rematch with Piotr Jan some people are saying that he lost that fight i don't think he, i thought he i thought he had a great performance well he won Piotr the Jan. title by getting kneed in the head when yeah. he was down then he he defended the title but in a very close fight but i did think he he probably won that fight. I don't even know if I thought he won, but I thought he was close enough. I thought enough. he won. I thought this, we, I, he was on his back. He, he was he was on his back for two full rounds. I mean, I don't know how much can you really be upset the, at the decision. Um, and then this, I mean, yeah, you could say he's getting unlucky. On the other hand, he would have had a much tougher fight on his hands against T.J. Dillashaw if he was healthy. I will say, well, you that- want to be undisputed. These guys aren't look, that's the mentality that you this is fat comedian mentality. You and I have that mentality. We're like, dude, easy path. Another yeah. easy victory. Skinny <laughs> comedian mentality. Yeah, but but no, it's still a fat comedian mentality. Just because you're skinny doesn't matter. I'm, it's a I'm mind state. Like, it's a fat fucking mind state where you're right. you would want the easier path and you want like you're like, no, oh shit, true. dude. I'll take an injured Dillashaw all day, every day. Yes, whereas but when I you, think when you retain your title when Aljamain Sterling who would there's questions about how he won the title. A lot of people are saying he, he didn't even win the rematch. I'm sure. And it, he can act like it doesn't bother him all day long, dude. But people read these comments. People are on social media. They're humans like you or I. These, these are fucking normal fucking dudes. And they're honestly just like comedians. They're, it's a very narcissistic type of personality type that goes into fighting. It's a one man. Dude, you're sort of obsessed with yourself. These guys are on social media all day long. Those comments fucking bother him. I guarantee you. And he doesn't want to have another like, oh, yeah, dude, you beat TJ Dillashaw, but it wasn't the fucking real TJ Dillashaw. Sure. But he's got to have a yes. big defining victory. Yeah. That no, I, makes I everyone go, holy fucking shit. And to be honest with you, Sean O'Malley, that's a great fucking well, the, the, when you're looking at a good at that matchup fight, for him, too. It's a good yeah, matchup, a great for matchup for out of out of all the guys at the top. That's probably the best matchup for him. Um, but you, look, you're right about that, that he needs like a defining victory to really have like the kind of like to start being in the conversation of like a great champion or something like that. Um, but when you retain the title, it's really only a matter of time until you're going to get that opportunity. You're, you're going to be fighting the best guys in the division until you lose your title and he'll have his chance. And look, I mean, his fight with Corey Sandman, Sanhagen, I'm sorry. Uh, that's his nickname, right? Sam, um, uh, they, um, that fight was, um, you know, 
he just fucking took him down, took his back and choked him out like immediately. And I'm just comparing another kind of like lanky striker mm. guy. And now I don't know if you could do that to Sean O'Malley or not, but that would seem to be kind of like the area. Like if you wanted to find a fighter to give Sean O'Malley problems, you'd probably say make him like a fucking monster wrestler with really great submissions. And that's what Aljo is. So yeah. we'll see. I mean, that might that might be like a, a matchup that isn't so bad for Aljo. Also, I mean, on the 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 flip side as well, you know, the, I, I have to imagine O'Malley has a massive reach advantage, like massive, massive <clears throat> reach advantage. Yeah. Um, and, you know, a, a decided striking advantage as well. Like, you know, th these are big gaps that both it's striker versus grappler in a very, very true sense. Right. I always side with grappler to this day. Well, grappler day, tends, well, it tends to win more. Too. When I pick, I just pick the guy who's got better grappling. I just feel like it's a better base to fall on. Um, you know, if, if Aljo can get on the inside and take him down. Yeah, I think it's going to be fun. I don't what, what is what is O'Malley's credentials as a grappler? I mean, he's not what. Um, he's not what. Sorry, Whitney Cummings is texting me right now roast joke she's a fucking lunatic i love her i'm doing i'm doing the panel on her roast I'm doing yeah, the yeah you told me that's great she's a fucking batshit crazy lunatic i love her she's hilarious but she's fucking every time I, I she texts me it's like fucking 20 texts in a row and it's just fucking all over the place she's fucking so <laughs> wacky broad i'm gonna have a fun time roasting her hell yeah uh so you're saying o'malley's a grappling background i don't really yeah know what what is o'malley he is he do, what are you cooped you got some background yeah. on him I, so I pull up the information on him. It says here he's a BJJ brown belt, and that's from May 24th, 2021. So he could have gone up one, but that seems to be the most likely thing. He does yeah. grappling. He, he grapples at Grappling Industries in Phoenix. Yeah, look, all these guys are good, and I didn't know he was a brown belt, so I'm sure he's got good jujitsu. He's very long and stuff. The issue is that you go like, if he goes to the ground with uh, Aljo, he's probably going to be on bottom of Aljo. And when you get to this level even like someone who's a brown belt, you're like, if Aljo's on top of you, you're going to have uh, even a, a black tough... belt. Aljo's a very, very, very high level grappler, right? Yes. And so even a high level black belt would have trouble with Aljo on top of them, right? Aljo's yeah. got better wrestling. He's, uh, uh, I would, I would think the more explosive dynamic athlete, right? Yeah. Like he's, he's super explosive. I think if he fights a really smart game plan, he wins that fight. However, you know, Dude, fucking O'Malley's got crazy striking, crazy yeah, I'm angles. Interested. The kicks yeah. are fucking wild. The knees, the elbows. He's a fun, funky fighter, dude. I'm actually talking about this fight right now. I want to see it. Uh, yes, I do think that Piotr Jan won that fight. I got to go watch it back. I'm not a fucking judge. I don't think it's highway robbery. But as we're talking about it, Piotr Jan's safe, dude. Piotr Jan right now, to be honest with you, I think he probably beats Cheeto Vera. Um, and I love Cheeto. I'm a fucking massive fan that of might Cheeto be, Vera. That, me too. Huge fan of Cheeto Vera. He's incredible. That might be a tough matchup for Cheeto Vera. Although, look, this dude is, he's, Cheeto Vera is one of those guys who's in a space now where, you know, you don't know exactly where the ceiling is. You know, sometimes there's these guys who are like very talented fighters and then seem to kind of come into their own and go on a big run. And he seems to be in the middle of that right now. So like, where exactly does that, where does he take that to? I don't know. Piotr Jan is really, really fucking tough. So technical, such a good striker. And I just, my, my guess would be if I had to pick gun to my head, I'd pick Piotr Jan to win that fight. I'd love to see that. I'd love to see that all on one card. 
Yeah. Let, let them that be the co-main. That's a fucking that's title. a beautiful yeah. little mix up. Who else is at the top of 145 that or 135 that has some wins? Well, um, what was there's there's wasn't there talk of um of uh, Henry Cejudo coming back? Yeah, yeah, not someone who has wins, but there's talk of that, which could, can always happen. Well, can I be honest with you? Like fucking Cejudo's great. What, what do we got here? These are the rankings at 135. Please pull them up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, thank you very much, Coop. Good job, buddy. Fucking Coop finally doing his job. Finally, he's on, he's on it today. I love, I love. He really this. is on it. I mean, I'll be honest. The rankings still aren't up. Am I the only one who's going to point this out here? He just showed us the link to the rankings, but we have not seen the rankings yet. He got it down. We're still not at the, the rankings. <laughs> Coop, go. Coop, we got to tweak things. Just get the, get them up before you go to the screen. How about that? Um, huh? No. Yeah, what's his name? Uh, how do you say Marab de Shlovekiak? Uh, <laughs> definitely not the Shlovekiak. It's the Polish villain. Sure, Dave, you sure literally gave right. up halfway through the word, even looking at letters. Well, I mean, I thought it was just funnier the way I did it. Um, go, but no, Dave Shlovekiak is pretty incredible. Um, you got uh, Corey Sandhagen, uh, who's who's there. So we'll see what happens with TJ. I, I don't really even fucking know. Yeah, I mean, like, but the thing is, all these other guys, Rob Font and Dominic Cruz and those guys, they're they're all they've had some losses recently. So there's really it's it's pretty elite right now in the top four, you know, yeah. the champion in the top four. That's pull really up, who uh, the conversation is. Philly's record. Oh, Lewis, you didn't even read it right. I tried at least. <laughs> at least I tried, Dave. That was you trying your hardest. Um, let's see, 15 4. How many does he got in a row in the UFC? Yeah, he's got he's got a fucking he's got a little win streak going. Um he had a couple losses back in the day. Or oh, he beat uh okay, right, right. Okay. He beat Aldo. He just beat yeah, he just beat Aldo Marlon Right, and Marais. he beat Marlon Moraris and then beat Aldo. Yeah, I mean those are these are good wins. Yeah. Um, I still think um you have the, the aldo power. fight the aldo fight also was just kind of like one of those like uh, look he did good but he what was basically the whole fight was him trying to take aldo down and not being able to and then holding him up against the cage that was like the entire fight it's just hard to get like too hyped off like oh yeah i want to fucking see cheetos on uh, also on his cheetos on a really good tear right dominic cruz rob font frankie edgar davy grant i mean david grant's not as big of a star but i mean he's got three big stars and then he's also got the win over o'malley so there's just like it's just there's a little bit more in my opinion steam a little more heat marlon vera's a star marlon vera's a you know he's a guy who's got he's got an edge to him he's yep. got a lot of marketability to him so um yeah, dude, I, I think that's the fight to make is Peter Jan versus um, uh, fucking, yeah, Cheeto. Um, all right. Agreed. Let's let's talk, uh, you know, there's really not much else to say about TJ Dillashaw versus Aljo. So let's talk main event. Sure. Let's do it. What you think? Um, you know, I, I got to tell you, I was I was surprised. Um, by a few things. Now, I, I knew Islam is very, very good. And I know that, you know, Khabib's been saying, no, this guy's going to rule the division. And I don't, you know, you don't take that lightly when Khabib says shit like that. I, I was just, I thought overall that Oliveira would pose more problems for him on the ground than he ended up posing. I was also really, I did not, I definitely underestimated what a, a hand speed advantage he had over Charles Oliveira. 
Like when they were standing and trading, his his boxing was just sharper and faster than yeah, what Chris Oliveira Burr, had. More I, that I was really surprised by. I just didn't know. I did not think that's how they would match up. Um, I don't know. What can you fucking say? He fucking well, Oliveira dropped had him. A, a, a couple minutes in the fight where he was sort of like trying to bully him and not let. Yeah. Um, Makachev get the you know the, sort of take the center of the octagon and you know he was really he was doing his best here to like yeah it was right here he pushed him up against the fence there was a lot of that I, to, to the point I was watching it going like oh shit dude I was like he's actually doing a good job at not letting yeah. Makachev dictate the fight and that's what these guys do is these Dagestanis they fucking dictate the fight and once they make it their fight it's over and the reality is jujitsu jiu-jitsu at this level when you're dealing with guys that have that high level of grappling i mean look the makachev is great at jiu-jitsu as well and he's also a, a beast on top i mean dude this is fu- it was not the fact that he was able to tap him out it was so fucking tight dude i mean it's it's also the way you win right he beats Oliveira, a guy who has more submissions in the lightweight division than anyone else in the history of the ufc by submitting him and taking the title from him in his own thing and he's and he's um, it wasn't like he just grinded him out for fucking five rounds which is we could have we a lot of people would have guessed was what was going to happen if, if he was, was going to win yeah no, but also just that he beat a guy who is besides khabib is coming off a, he's on the greatest streak in lightweight history I mean, he's like been he's just been incredible in beating all the top guys and then to like outclass that guy to beat him in the striking and the grappling and submit the jujitsu black belt as like, I mean, that's like as much of a statement win as as you could have. And now you just look at it and you go, oh, geez, dude. I mean, I guess all the shit Khabib was saying about this guy is for real. He is that fucking good. And. Okay, he's not undefeated like Khabib. He has one loss, I think, where he got caught earlier uh, in his career. But you start to look around and you're not like, oh, my God, look at all these amazing fights that this opens up. I'm just kind of like, I don't I don't know how I see anyone fucking with this dude right now. I agree. Who's going to come look, fuck with this guy? Looking for a hot take here. But what if uh, they had Oliveira had held out and they had fought in Brazil? I mean, who knows? But I don't think he would have gotten embarrassed in Brazil. Yeah, that wasn't going to do anything. I don't see Uh, it making much of a difference. It's it. Now, look, I mean, Charles Oliveira still might be the toughest opponent for him. I mean, Charles Oliveira still was the guy who was, you know, head and shoulders above the rest of the division. And he does have the jujitsu to like, you know, he had some okay moments in the fight. But I'm just making the point that, yeah, from what I saw in that fight, it doesn't look like it'd be any different if they fought in a couple months in a different location. And I don't know. It like there's uh, there's killers in this division, but do I really think that like Justin Gaethje is gonna fuck with this dude? I mean, I saw Justin Gaethje fight Habib. Is that you know? I, I don't really think that um you know Dustin Poirier. If I also saw fight Habib, I, I just don't. I, I have a feeling it would just be what we saw with those guys last time they fought a guy from Dagestan. I wonder if Oliveira felt like he was in the clutches of the moon jellyfish. <laughs> <laughs> He was like, oh, no, it's so fleshy. Goes, it's like meat. You assume you assume it's going to feel like jelly, but it feels a lot more like meat. They should oh. call them meat fishes. <laughs> oh, why they don't call them meat fish? The moon meat fish. Oh, shit. Yeah, dude, look, uh, I don't know who beats Islam. Um, he's uh, obviously Christianity. 
Who pull up the other uh, light? Well, the next. Rankings. Oh, by the way, we should say the next fight because I haven't even mentioned this, but the next fight they set up after the fight is him versus Volkanovski. Which okay, look, is that official? Well, he came in the ring afterward, and like he challenged him, and then he accepted it. I'll tell you, uh, look, Volkanovski looked amazing against Max Holloway, but I just don't. I mean, with the size, you know, and him coming up, I don't see how Islam doesn't just grab him and fucking just, you know, maul him. Yeah. Dana said that that's what he's working on. It's pretty much all but official. Yeah, dude. So uh, Benil Darius just uh, jumped up the rankings. I mean, look, dude, uh, honestly, here's the thing. Like, there's guys like Chandler or Gaethje, right, who have one-punch knockout power. Sure. And they can hang with the wrestling, right? So it, there's always sort of like that that question of can they land that shot? But that's really all it is. Can they land that shot? Because if it turns into a grappling match, they're going to lose the grappling match. Um, you know, they gonna... might lose the striking match very likely. You know what they, I mean? They, like know they, not... they very well likely could lose the strike. I'm just saying that. No, they I have... agree with you. They, yeah, they have they have a puncher's chance at at landing something. It's just it's very hard for me to see that it seems very unlikely that one of those guys would pull it off uh Darius is very good i mean maybe but they're gonna need to give him another big he needs a big win against yeah. like a name guy you know it, that, that that's the reality in order to get him over but dude honestly with eight in a row and as good as he looked in that fight dude he looked a fucking monster and in every area of the fight as well um, I think Benil, you know poses some interesting challenges you know i have i you know he actually might have a better chance than most guys at 155. A very good grappler, a very good striker. I mean, yeah. Again, though, it, it just doesn't seem very likely. Yeah. Like we have to, it, it, you know, it's hard to judge these things in MMA, but the, the statement that Islam just made, you, you kind of go like, oh, yeah, dude, I think this guy might be champ for a long time. Let's do some uh, plugs real quick, Dave. Then we're going to have to get into some of these other notes. Victor, are you doing a triangle of truth today? I have no idea. I am not, but there's a few things we can go over quickly. We can do. Yeah, we have some quick hits here. We're going to wrap up here in about 15, 20 minutes. Uh, Dave Smith, what's plugging? Oh, I got uh, I'll be in Poughkeepsie uh, in November uh, 25th, 26th with Robbie the Fire Bernstein and BK Chris at Laugh It Up. Um, and then in, uh, December, me and you doing the, uh, new year's Eve show out in, uh, at the comedy store in Los Angeles, we return to our new year's Eve tradition, uh, at yeah. the comedy store. I'm very excited for that. First time since COVID Zach and Miko, uh, Colin Turl, I believe coming. We're going to have a bunch of great comics. Victor's in invited Vic Mysterio. Vic, Thanks you're invited me. to this one. Okay. I appreciate that. I don't want to be left out anymore. Although spend I spend new I'm, year's with us, dude. You know what? I really should. You know, I really should. L.A., right? Yeah. Yep. That's it. All right. Well, let me, we'll work on that. All right. Sounds good. And uh, yeah, that's all part of the problem. Legion of Skanks. Yeah. Subscribe to CastDigitalNetwork.com. Get the entire on-demand library for all of the shows, all ad-free, uncensored, and in one place. Uh, use that promo code YOMMA and get a seven-day free trial instant access to everything right there and then plus access to the races live chat and many other member benefits i'm on the road as well me and aaron burr grounding out the offend everyone tour we're, we're touring up until january this sunday night we'll be in philadelphia pennsylvania at helium comedy club very excited about these shows and then uh, a bunch of other shows coming up miami november 18th and 19th and uh a lot of other stuff fort henry fort mchenry something mchenry illinois coming up in december 
Toronto in December. Lewis of skanks.com for those tickets and more. And uh, yeah, check out my other pods. Real ass podcast, Legion of Skanks. You know Toronto, Illinois or Toronto, Canada? You know what it is. Just checking. Illinois. All right, real quick, take a moment and go to yokratum.com, home of the $60 kilo. If you're over 21 years old and you're in the market for Kratom, you should be getting it from yokratum.com. Yeah, I mean, these guys support everything we do. If you uh, enjoy Kratom, if anyone you know enjoys Kratom and you want to help out our show, go to yokratum.com, get yourself or your uh, drug addict friend a whole bunch of Kratom. They'll love it. Best stuff, best Kratom available at the best price, $60 a kilo. Yokratum.com. Love those guys. Support them. All right. Where were we? Uh, this weekend, we got uh, Anderson Silva versus Jake Paul. Ooh. I will be watching this. I will be one of the only people buying it. People just steal these things on the internet. I refuse. How much is it? I have no idea. What do you think? I think they're going to try to charge 50? 40 bucks for it. I was going to guess 50, but maybe. You guys are probably wrong. I think it's more like 70. I'll look it up. You think it's going to be some fucking elite level shit? They're kill- they are killing it with these pay per view prices. I mean, it is insane. Basically, Dude, I got it, I got it here. It's uh, sixty bucks. That's 60. crazy. Ooh, me and Vic tie. I'm going to buy it. I'm going to buy it. Um, I have my son has a Halloween party on Saturday during the day. Which, by the way, Dave, you should bring the kids. It's going to be the best one we've ever done. Vic, you're invited. I appreciate yeah, that. I wish I, I could think- be there. I don't think your Halloween parties will work for my little babies. Why? Because everything I've seen out of them, you're, like, you're just going to terrify my. Well, I am playing. I am playing Creepy the Clown this year, which is yeah. A, my kids will be uh, nowhere a, a near clown yet. from hell. Well, actually, no, he's not a clown from hell. So what I told the kids, which we're going to tell them early on, is that you got to be careful because um, there's a crazy person that escaped from an insane asylum. Um, I was like, Dave, keep also, your kids away from there, please. We Dave. also, we are also, we, but we booked a, a fun clown as well. But then we're gonna keep on being, but guys, keep you know, keep a lookout for, you know, make sure that nobody, no insane people show up, and then creep. The and clown. here's the kicker: we actually let an insane person <laughs> loose in the house. They'll think it's just a gag for Halloween. You see, who knows what this guy might do? I gave him LSD and a steak knife. <laughs> You know, ever since the little faux pas yesterday on uh, on the text messages, all I can picture is Lewis dressed up for Halloween as Elton John as a duck. You know, you know, when he's up there in a giant rubber ducky playing the piano, I just could picture mm-hmm. Lewis in that outfit because he's a real duck sometimes. It's not bad. Such a duck. Such a fucking duck. Um. So anyway, my it's going to be done. I'm going to juggle. I'm coming to the whole fun. magic show. I Last won't be year, there. Victor, I did. Uh, it was Dr. Death. There was a special doctor who was doing surgeries on a living patient last year. This year, we're going to do some crazy magic and some some tricks with the kids. I thought you were actually Dr. Death, Steve Williams, the pro wrestler. That's, <laughs> yes, that's what, that's what I thought. I was like, that's real niche for the, for the kids there. <clears throat> hey, by the way, did you guys see this uh, Hamzat altercation after the main event at the case? I did not see that. What happened? Well, I didn't see. I heard something about this, but I didn't see it. What happened? I forget that other guy's name, but he had to be. Uh, uh, it's another Dagestani fighter, like you know we talk about. But uh, I sent a, I spent a, I sent a specific link, a, a link um, to Becca. Becca, if you could help me out with that, um, it's it's weird. He's talking to this other fighter who the fought earlier. What's his name? It's one of these crazy names. That's why I can't remember it off the top of my head. But they're like really close, chatting with each other. 
and and it looks like they're about to hug and the next thing you know Hamzat goes crazy and everybody starts breaking him up and apparently these guys <laughs> like, your mother smell like camel shit <laughs> yeah here it is What's what? what did you say scroll down let's see the name real quick yeah see your beard is smaller than my beard Ooh. Just a weird, weird moment post fight from these guys who apparently are just insane people. It is very strange that the UFC, they do sort of allow this to happen a little too much. There should be more. If you find guys fucking $25,000 for putting their hands on somebody else, it just wouldn't happen. They would stop Abu, doing it. Abu Bakabar, Abu Bakar. That was God bless you. Gesundheit. Abu Kabar number stuff. Dude. There you go. I blew it. There's a lot of Muslims taking over in the UFC as well. How do you feel about that, Dave? As a Christian conservative. I'm okay with it. I'm uh I'm on the Muslim side. I think it was wrong that we framed them for doing 9-11. And we all know it was the Jews. It's true. And they get kicked uh, off YouTube. We're not getting kicked off YouTube. That's actually factual, Vic. That's it. No, 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 no. I'm kidding. I'm one of the Jews. I'm telling you, we did 9-11. I'm, t- I'm I was one of the people on the team. <laughs> All we uh, need is Kanye West and then we're, we're banned from everything. You know, I think it's kind of like it's, it's interesting, though. It's like everything else in MMA. It's uh, there's always like kind of these almost seeming like plateaus where, oh, shit, we got to this level now and no one's ever going to beat that guy. But somebody always kind of figures it out. I think it's, it's just good for the sport. It's just, it'll force other people to up their game more and more and more. And um, these guys are not, you know, they're incredible, but like, look, even Hamzat, right? Gilbert Burns gave him a lot of trouble. Uh, Nate Diaz beat him. So (laughs) I just think that, you know, there's, there will be, there will be good fights out there. There will be tests that there'll be interesting things that'll, that'll happen. It just might be a few years down the road. Yeah. Here's, here's a poll question I'm going to put up. Who, who, where's the next, who gets the next theme here in, in MMA? Who becomes the next Islam Muslims, Jews or Puerto Ricans? The Jews are, we're, we're waiting a little bit. For our, there, to, by the way, we're moves. talking about the two least successful groups in mixed martial arts. Jews and Puerto Ricans. I can name like two of each. Oh it's man, like, it's that's like why. Baseball. That's why we're here, Lewis, doing this podcast. It, it's it, like it baseball. Was... One of you guys is due. Jorge Rivera. Jorge Rivera. He was Puerto Rican, Rican from New York. Puerto Rican from New York. And wasn't there the other guy? There's the one guy that he calls himself the Bear Jew. Yeah, well, he was on the Ultimate Fighter, right? Paul Craig. Paul Craig is the bear Jew. Oh, is he a Jew? Paul Craig? I didn't know. He must be. He's Scottish. I don't know if he's Jewish. But you could be Jewish and Scottish, can't you? That's true. Technically. Find out if Paul Craig is Jewish. He calls himself the bear Jew. If he's not (laughs) Jewish, that's fucking hilarious. Maybe you could get a guy to convert like Brian Cranston in the uh, Unseinfeld for the jokes. He converts, you know, to represent (laughs) for the fighters. Well, uh, who there was an Ultimate Fighter guy, right? There was like yes, a, yes. I'm trying to look. It was like up. a there's been a few Rorys and fucking Shlomos. I want a real. Has, has there really been a Shlomo? No. Paul Craig, I want a real Jew or not Jewish, Jew. Jewish fighter, man. The only thing that's coming up when I look at this is Ariel Hawani. Uh, not a not Jew. Good. Wow, he just calls himself the Bear Jew, and he's not even a Jew. That's hilariously inappropriate. 
that's cultural appropriation. It is. Mm, I'm not finding much. Well, here's another thing I wanted to bring up. There's just been a couple little stories here, but Patty's next fight is announced. Patty <laughs> Pimblet. Mm, and that's right. Is against, uh, 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 who was it against? It is against what is the name here? Jared Gordon, who has a seven and four UFC record. Yeah. Wow. 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 They're slow playing, Patty. What do you think happened with Terrence? We had to talk. Are they to are they protecting him from Terrence McKinney? Yes. Well, look, dude. I mean, it's like if they're giving him a guy like that, then they're pretty clearly going like, "Look, this dude is a superstar." Uh, but he's had some very close fights with unranked opponents, and we're not just going to throw him to the fucking. We're going to continue right on now. the unranked streak. And by the way, that's not a knock on Patty. It's what they should be doing. Yeah. Patty's a young fucking buck who's coming along in the UFC and doing well against other young bucks in the UFC. He just happens to be super fucking charismatic and he's a star and he's fucking got that, that it quality yeah, talk shit. It, it's fat. You want to shouldn't, him. it shouldn't. It's like, man, vacation, which I did. I put on a good 15 on this one, baby boy. Woo. Clearly Belize is the, is a close second right now, <laughs> but uh, yeah, Patty, he should be slow played a little bit. They should be doing exactly what they're doing with him. Um, but I don't think that Terrence McKinney is not slow playing him. I think Terrence McKinney is also well, in this a very similar position Terrence, in his career. He fought Dauber. You know what I mean? Like he's he's jumping in there with guys like, you know, uh, so I don't know. Yeah, no, I think, as I said before, I think that fight makes sense. And I think that even if you are going to argue, it's like, oh, well, you have to kind of like kill the momentum of one of them off. It's like, yeah, but you build the momentum of the other one so much. Like you built, you know what I mean? Like it's that, that would be like that would be huge for Terrence the, McKinney the to go out is there. The upside for Patty Pimblet right now, they get entire countries, they fill stadiums with guys like that, you yeah. know. And Terrence, no matter how good he gets right now, it is going to be a slower rise to the top. Yeah, they're not going to. Take Terrence, him to go headline Terrence a has card. to fucking yeah. be. Here's the thing. Like, look, Terrence is going to fill a stadium in Wakanda. Ter, well, Terrence would have to. Terrence has to become is Israel Adesanya. <laughs> that was racist. Terrence would have to become Israel Adesanya. Like, level. no, but Israel Adesanya is filling stadiums in like Australia and shit. So it's not even the right. You know what I mean? It's like there there is something about that when you represent a foreign market that you just it kind of like becomes this thing where you you become like the ambassador of that country's MMA. And, and they know, really give a fuck all these soccer playing fucking fucking. They're very nationalistic. They really like someone to. I mean, do you remember beans fucking, and rice eating motherfuckers? They love to root for their own countrymen. I mean, I it's remember, a different uh, thing, dude. Americans, we all dude. I will fucking root for the best guy that's the way americans work we want the best we're like dude i want to be behind the best guy i don't give a fuck what his nationality is you will get some country bumpkin fucking people it's it's so rare the whole like us that you just don't really get that sometimes you do sometimes you do but it's not really dude it's like i'll tell you right now fucking if Israel Adesanya is on a card, he's getting the biggest fucking pop. If Conor McGregor's on a card, he's getting. Yep. It doesn't matter how fucking it doesn't matter how many American flags you come out with. If you're fighting Conor McGregor, 
you know, the reality is you're probably going to be not the fan favorite. Nate Diaz changed sort of that to a certain degree, but he was like the only fucking dude. And then even so, if you pulled that crowd, there might have still been more people wanting Connor to win that fight. Yeah. Yeah, no, I th- you're right. Uh, but you see, like, I mean, I remember obviously GSP in uh, in Canada when Bisbing went and fought in London. I remember, I mean, it was like he was a god. They're just like, you know, uh, Connor and, you know, the Irish people are crazy. They go for him. And like, yeah, there's there's something about that. So that is a very good point. I hadn't really thought about it that much, but that's another reason why they probably really do want to build Patty up as much as they can. But the truth is, eventually, he's going to have to fucking get tested. It's not like we're even talking about throwing him in there with the fucking top five guys. We're just talking about another like young prospect who looks incredible. Yep. Um, we got to wrap this one up unless there's anything else. Absolutely pressing Vic. No, we got to wrap up. I love it. Um, all right. Thank you guys for watching. Shout out to your Kratom for supporting this show. Support Hell your yeah, Kratom, your $60 kilo, your Kratom.com. Uh, we'll be back with our normal time next Monday night, 6 PM Eastern right here on the gas digital network, gas digital network.com. All right. Until then, have yourselves a great week. Enjoy Anderson Silva versus Jake Paul this weekend. Official pick Dave. Anderson Silva knocks him out in the third round. <laughs> Uh, I say Anderson Silva. Uh, yeah, dude, fucking second round sniper knockout. Anderson Silva's back, baby boy. Let's this kid knows what the fuck is up. Come on. It's Anderson. It's a spider. He's a legend. All right. We'll check you next week. Peace.